Raced by Wolves the podcast is back for season two. I'm Holly Fry and as host of the companion podcast to the hit HBO Max sci-fi series Raised by Wolves, I am unwrapping the latest season of this cosmic space opera for fans by talking directly to some of the incredibly talented folks who helped bring the show to life. Not only will we be bringing back showrunner Aaron Guzikowski, but we will also be chatting with folks like costume designer Kate Karen, director Alex Gabasi, and visual effects supervisor Ray McIntyre. Plus, we're going to check in with some of the actors on the show, like Amanda Collin and Abu Salim, who play mother and father. Join us as we analyze an absolutely bonkers new season. And yes, spoiler alert, the snake baby is indeed back. Stream season two of Raised by Wolves now on HBO Max and subscribe and listen to Raised by Wolves, the podcast on the iHeartRadio app, HBO Max, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Raced by Wolves, the podcast is back for season two. I'm Holly Fry, and as host of the companion podcast to the hit HBO Max sci-fi series Raised by Wolves, I am unwrapping the latest season of this cosmic space opera for fans by talking directly to some of the incredibly talented folks who helped bring the show to life. Not only will we be bringing back showrunner Aaron Guzikowski, but we will also be chatting with folks like costume designer Kate Karen, director Alex Gabasi, and visual effects supervisor Ray McIntyre. Plus, we're going to check in with some of the actors on the show, like Amanda Collin and Abu Salim, who play mother and father. Join us as we analyze an absolutely bonkers new season. And yes, spoiler alert, the snake baby is indeed back. Stream season two of Raised by Wolves now on HBO Max and subscribe and listen to Raised by Wolves, the podcast on the iHeartRadio app, HBO Max, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Up the holy hand grenades. One, two, five. Freezer. Three. <laughs> Arm yourselves, America. This is Defenders Live. <laughs> Bad that I wanted to start the show off with the uh, with the Gregorian chant thingy we did yesterday. I mean, that would have been a actually that we could technically have done that again. I know, know. it, it would have been I, good. I just I don't know why. I kind of liked it. It was really good, honestly. It was, it was, it was nice. Everything was cool. We had some Zen going with it. I mean, it was nice. Not bad. It wasn't is bad. It, is it really appropriate to combine Zen with? Yeah, sure. Catholic, the Roman Catholic sure, Church. Sure, why not? It's just it, Roman Catholic it, it, Church. Like heresy? Yeah, and a really weird. What what in the Roman Catholic Church isn't heresy? Especially when it involves the environmental right. sins that exactly people have not been. So okay, mm-hmm. so here's my mm-hmm. question. And, sure, yeah. and, I, and I know we talked about this, and I just right. I, it dawned on me, and uh-huh. I have a question about that. Okay, sure. So if he's making this a new sin, right? Okay, it's a new sin. It's a new sin, right? Theoretically, it would have been a sin from the beginning, right? And we just are not noticing it now. So, how many people, based off the Roman Catholic Church, are in hell because of all of them? That sin. See, it's a new, it's a new, it's a new, new model. Yeah, but I'm saying, does that 
kick back? Like, does that, is that like, there's like reciprocity in there or something? Does <laughs> <laughs> that kind of fall back? Be like, I'm sorry. You know, they get somebody died and goes to heaven. You know what happened? Peter's standing there and he's like, I'm sorry. I cannot let you in. Cause, uh, you know, unfortunately none of the popes ever paid attention to this, but you know, mm, right. there's a crime against right. the climate and, uh, there, there is crimes. You didn't do it. You didn't apologize for it. You didn't confess it. So, uh, uh, sorry, no confession. There's the elevator. Uh, go down, get a good, get you a goodie bag on the way. By the way, great we'll job. Great job with the rest of it though. I know. Great job. Yeah. yeah everything else was tip top, nope, but that, uh, that one, sorry. None just, of that. Well, it's a good thing that we're saved by faith through Christ alone. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes. Speaking of faith in Christ alone, uh, we it is Tuesday. It is Tuesday. I think we need to play the music. Coming, uh, coming to us. Via the telephono, because... Um, that's how we're rolling. That's how we're rolling here today, because I, you know, for some reason, all of the technologies decided to hate us today, except for Dylan. Yeah, and that's because I haven't done anything. That's right. Well... <laughs> I am the AI. I have control over my domain. Uh, your domain, and not the technology. Not the rest of the... Well, no. I don't even have it over my domain. I know, right? That's what I'm saying. It's not there. Carrie Malinek, how's it going? Hey, doing okay. Awesome. I had my workout, so I'm doing okay. Sweet. Nice. 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 Sweet. Yes. Was it leg day? Yeah. Was, was today leg day? How are y'all doing? Mm, uh, mm. Other than like technology being being goose. cruel. Uh, it is what it is. Yeah, well, you it, know, it, don't be cruel. It's <laughs> to a heart that's true. No. <laughs> I just want to start snapping. <laughs> so, was it, was it leg day today? Or was it biceps or triceps or did you do cardio it was i'm being nosy i i i did something well so i'm kind of excited because um i was able to run a little bit which for for the past okay when i was in my 30s i started doing like 5k's and i thought or in 10k's i mean and those were fun not the 5k the 10k it was fun and i thought okay i'm gonna the, the my 30s are gonna be my year of running Mm. And then I really, really wanted to do a half marathon. I don't want to do a marathon, just a half marathon. And so I was training for it a few years ago, and um, my sciatic nerve really got irritated and kicked in. And I could not walk or stand or sit. It just hurt, regardless of what I was doing. So I was a little bit, I've, you know, gone to chiropractors and stuff, and it's just, I just can't run. So a couple days ago, I ran a mile, and I thought, okay, we're going to see how it goes. Nothing. No problem. So I ran half a mile for a warm-up today, and and it was fine. But then I got to do, um, do you know what a TRX thing is? No. It it looks like a big jungle gym. A big jungle gym, okay. Oh, yeah, we do. With the Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I do know, yes. You do the jump in and the, yes. So so I, I took a class to learn how to um, use that a little bit because that's one of those, you know, it, it can be really intimidating going to a gym and uh, all not the knowing new equipment. how to use the machines, especially like a big jungle gym. You kind of go, oh, <laughs> I'll just not even look over there. Let me just kind um, of ignore that portion of the gym. and uh... Exactly. But then at the same time, I mean, they've got 
monkey bars on there. So I mean, why not? You know, you can't really ignore it. Is so, it right? Is it um, is it bad that I still can't do monkey bars anymore? Like I tried the last time we were at the gym and it was not good. I, I made one. There was no prettiness about it. It was not. Have you ever seen a fat guy hanging from the ceiling? <laughs> Have you ever seen a fat guy in a little coat? I mean <laughs> Bad guy in a little coat. You know, Chris Farley actually that used to be something that he would do that started. Yep. Um, in their cubicles or their desks, not cubicles, where he would do that to David Spade, just like on Saturday Night around. Live, just goofing around with him. And so they put it, so they put it into skits, yeah, or into Tommy Boy, yeah. But it this was something that he was just so doing, good. like as friends. Well, that's so, awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. It's pretty cool when you have something that you can do with somebody else and have you know. In like a friendly nature and and enjoy it and then put it on like a show for 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 people to watch and they enjoy it just as much as you do. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was going for our friendship um, here, but fine, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> just remember, everybody, he's the little spoon. Say hey, sometimes, sometimes <laughs> it it. it... <laughs> Some days you're the big spoon, some days you're the little spoon. It, you it. do the cuddling, and sometimes you need to be cuddled. It, I mean, sometimes I no it's shame. sometimes it scatters like ice on a spoon. I mean, oh yeah, I went there. That's not right. It's a good song. <laughs> oh, so good. All right, so Carrie, we have a couple things that uh, that you wanted to talk about. One was this 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 twin story. What what is going on here? Okay. So I want to, yes, I, yeah, I'm not, okay, so, sorry, I know that I've said okay and so a billion times already at the beginning of this story, but I'm trying to decide of how to intro this other than, I guess I'll just intro it. This is really interesting. So there were twins in England, yep. and, um, and they grew up together, obviously. Twins. Sure, right. And one of the brothers, when he was 18, he got in a motorcycle accident, and he had so much trauma um, to his head. He was in a coma. He was in a trauma. He, he or in with head trauma. He woke up, opened his eyes. He saw his brother, and he actually said um, he called him his his nickname, which is Mar- Marky or Marcy. Um, his name is Marcus, but but the twin, you know, said hi, but couldn't remember anything else from his childhood. He just knew who his twin was. Right. Okay. So, um, so like a good twin, um, so it's Alex and Marcus are the twins. Marcus told Alex all about their childhood so he could try to remember their childhood, and he told him how, um, how doting their mother was, how loving of a household that they grew up in. Right. And, um, and it was just, a wonderful thing for Marcus to share with Alex. Mm-hmm, well, yeah. when their uh, stepdad and mother uh, died about five years apart from each other, when they died, uh, Alex noticed that Marcus was not really upset about it. He was not as emotional about it as Alex was. And so mm. the story started unraveling oh. that the twins actually grew up in a very dysfunctional, unhealthy household. The stepfather was um, uh, neglectful, mean. Abusive, uh, Their yeah. mother, 
while their mother abused them uh-huh. uh, sexually. Okay. And uh, so they had quite a horrific, traumatic childhood. Mm. And it, at first, when all of this came out, Alex was really upset that he had been lied to by Marcus. But then he got to a point where he realized that Marcus had given him um, a childhood that he actually didn't have, but he, Marcus carried the burden of their traumatic childhood for both of them for years, mm-hmm. years. Right. Um, so my question with this, was Marcus right in not laying it out for Alex? Or should he have told Alex exactly what their childhood was? See, that's a good question. Um, If we're going to go morally, then technically he should have told him the truth. Why? If you're going morally, spiritually, you got to go with he should have told him the truth. Now, having said that, having said that, giving why morally is that the right? Because honesty is honesty and truth is always the best morally. Well, and it is one of the Ten Commandments, thou shalt not lie. Yeah, so that's kind of that thing. Lying, even for, you know, someone's air quotes good, is still a lie. Yeah, lying for the benefit of another is still a lie, even if it's for the benefit of another. Now, that being said, if he had done something like, look, I I know you don't remember anything. I know you can't remember anything, and that's okay. Don't worry about it. Just focus on today. Yeah. Focus on tomorrow. Focus on the next day. Don't worry about what happened in the past. And he carried the burden in that way. Carrying the burden of something like that, of that heavy past that they both shared in that aspect is morally fine. Morally correct. Understandable even. And it's understandable as a person to lie to another person to to shield them from from some sort of evil or hate or et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. That that negative emotion that would kill you and, and destroy your mind and, and emotion and mentality. Mm-hmm. But for me, mm-hmm. it would have been so much better if he had just, you know, you know what? Let's focus on the good times that we're going to have now. And let's focus on maybe I'll I'll tell you about the good times that we had in the past. Yeah, I don't I don't know how okay. I would handle that either. I mean, he did have to be reminded. You know, he had to learn to remember everything. Right. So. So why not just let that go? Well, I mean, you you, you I, I, I'm with you. I might be selective on some of the good things and only answer questions based off of the good things. I don't. Yeah, based off the good things. I I think I don't know if I could bring myself to to lie to him just because. Like what happened if when it it comes to light and eventually it always does. Right. Because people are people and they're always going to bring back up the past. Yeah. Things are always are going to come up in your face like that. And it, eventually you're going to get found out you're lied to. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And if, you know, is it, is it, I mean, can we, can, did it work out in the end? Absolutely. Sure. For a it, while. Is it, you know, was he doing air quotes a good thing? Yeah. Probably but, so. But there, that's a gamble. I mean, that's a big gamble because if you come back and he goes, well, "Wait a minute, you're my brother, you're my twin. We we're all, we're identical in virtually every way, and you lied to me." Right. Like that's that's a that's a hard betrayal to come back from. 
And he so, did. And he did, praise he God. He did. But it, did. Yeah. But, but it could have turned out horribly it wrong. Yeah, it could have. It could have turned out way worse than this. It, it went it, south quick. But I do I do want to point out, you, you through the whole story and everything, you, you forgot to mention the fact that these uh, these twins are telekinetically linked. Um, I missed that. You missed that? I missed that. I'm looking now. I'm Oh, it's it's right here, right here, right here. Marcus doesn't feel relief. There there's no need. So it's the very fir- it's the first three paragraphs. Oh, I see it, I see it, I see it. Yes, yes. Look, okay. look, look. Alex Lewis's earliest moments are from when he was eighteen. August nineteen eighty two. And he's in Guilford County Hospital when he was in a coma with a severe trauma to the head following a, motor, a motorcycle accident. He opens his eyes blurrily and sees his identical twin brother, says, hello, Marcus, but he couldn't remember anything else. Marcus doesn't feel relief. There's no need. Because Marcus has never worried Alex wouldn't recover. Quote, I felt him have the accident, said Marcus. I had 100%, uh, complete 100% knowledge that he was going to wake up and be fine. Well, you know, they say that about twins. Is there is that an unexplained connection? Wonder twin powers activate? <laughs> Shape of water? Form of a bucket. <laughs> <laughs> well, they turned this, this is a, a Netflix documentary. Based, like, there is a documentary of course they do. about this. Um, I don't know. I just I don't know that. I don't know that he did wrong. I think that that was a very kind. Oh, I agree. It was kind. Yes, sir. I, I and I just worry about the the risk. And I, and I understand the whole. I mean, I, yes, the whole honesty thing. I mean, I get that. Whatever. <laughs> right. You know, I, I do, and I do support honesty. Um, <laughs> Says the pastor. I was going to say as she passed, <laughs> just. The honesty the thing, thing I get it. All right. Quote that. We gotta isolate Jeez. that audio. Slow honesty. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody uh, isolate that audio. <laughs> um, but I, I also with something like this, I also would have to ask, what good will come out of it? Is yeah. it better to? have it out I mean like is there a reason why he had to tell him um, and I see what you're saying maybe don't fabricate a childhood but is not fabricating a childhood you know oh yeah our parents were doting not saying that um, but to leave all of it out too I don't know I mean is it lying by omission but I don't know that that's a bad thing. I, I honestly don't. I don't think that. Um, ah, I don't know. I, I just don't think it. I, I think it was very kind for him to bear both of their traumas for. And like I said, that that's fine. That's not the issue here. Yeah. yeah if we're gonna if we're gonna nail it down to actual you know, boil it down to its core, it's still a lie. So right. based but off of that... The issue of bearing the sins yeah. of the past yeah. for for both of you, for both of you, that isn't the issue. Yeah. That is not a problem. We bo- we all agree that in that concept, yeah. in that understanding, yeah. bearing that pain so that he wouldn't have to yeah. 
gold. Yes. No problem. Oh, yes. Telling him a lie right. is where I have an issue. Yeah. And it's not... Okay. It's not an issue. It's not really an issue either. It's just... it. If you're going to be moralistic slash legalistic about it, okay? If you're going to be directly legalistic yeah. about it, about the moral issue, you lied. The bare mind, the only reason why we're doing this is because we're breaking this apart. Like, every one of us that's sitting here is like, oh, yeah, no, he's, he did good. No, it's no, fine. no, I'm it's fine. Thing. And I'm perfectly fine with what he did. But when you quiz it and say, <laughs> you know, should he have lied? No, now you're obviously start, not. That's an existential question that you kind of have to break down and go, yeah. okay, who am I as a person? And, and blah, blah. Just <laughs> clarification to those. To, to anybody to out listening, there listening. He did good. He did fine. It wasn't a problem. What he did was not an issue, no. and his brother loves him and, yeah. and understands how why he did it and how he did it and the, the whole ordeal. But if we break it down and boil it down... To, to, to the issue of, is it wrong for you to lie? Then... then yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay, so would it have been... Would you, do you consider a lie like... Anything um, not true. Just a matter of omission? Um, lies of omission so, are lies, yes. Okay. Because that, that's manipulation. Okay. In, in Look, my book, that's manipulation. It's that, the same thing. So that's where I go with the mm. idea. That's where I go with the idea of, look, you don't remember your past. Maybe one day you'll remember. I'm not going to go into it with you. Yeah. Let's focus on the future. Yeah. Or here's the good times of your past and we'll, you want to remember everything else. That's, we'll let that happen. <laughs> yeah. But we'll let that run run its course. Yeah, that would be crazy okay. though. I don't know if I could. That's got to be hard though, as a whole. Yeah. Whole... No, I don't know about that. Because twinsies are like that's a big deal, man. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Stop looking at me. Get your hand off my leg. That's hey, not... hey, hey! This is twinsies, not that way. <laughs> this is not West Virginia. Sorry, Wes. This isn't news. This is not newsies. This is twinsies. There's a big difference. <laughs> Poor newsies. Oh. <laughs> oh, bless his heart. But that's pretty neat, though. That I mean, it's a good story, nonetheless. It a it, good it's a good story. story. Should it be? Cool? Should it be made into a movie? Hallmark. <laughs> sure. Oh my god. It'd be a great Christmas one. This it? would be a really good Christmas one. He comes out of his coma at the last minute. Right. And then, you know, they have their first Christmas together with him not having any memories. And that's when the lies start. So, and then the next year, something happens and it surfaces again. And he starts realizing he's been lied to. And just before Christmas, when everything he goes through this, over. He goes through this huge iteration of trying to find the truth. And he gets mad for a moment. And, and then and he then doesn't forgive his brother. And then Thanksgiving comes around and everybody's there. and He hates them all. And then, and then halfway through the month of December, he realizes... That family is what's most important. Exactly. And just like they go in for, for, you know, Christmas Eve. He just goes to his brother and he says, I forgive you. Marcy. Because he's Marcus. And he I know, him. I know, I know, I know, I know. I love you. And I forgive you. And they hug it out and then the, the harp and music play. Oh, right, right. And the whole deal. and The we, little snowflakes trickle the choir, across the, and, the, and the then some and, some really... Uh, really sappy yet also happy, but kind of slow moving Christmas song plays over the sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Done by like a, a a children's choir. Oh no! Well, I was thinking more like uh, you know, a YouTube star 
because you know you don't have oh yeah no like, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah okay no, yeah yeah you, yeah and then, that, and that then in the middle of it is the ending and the credits roll oh uh, candace cameron beret pops out and has you know intros the next one that's coming up the turf movie exactly and that's that's exa- i think that's how this works you really understand the hallmark movie don't you <laughs> You seriously do. Wow. Because they're all the same. It's the exact same thing. Every year. Every one of them 45 movies all made to be the exact same movie. Look, how many different, uh, how many different Christmas movies do you need to see Harry Connick Jr. in? None. Zero. I need yeah. zero of those. I need zero of those. I, I need none. I... Peanut gallery. <laughs> no, it, there's only there's I o- can't do those. Okay, since we don't, thank you. Okay, thank you. We, we're, the time will run out here in a moment. We have time to do it. What is like the absolute Christmas come holidays are here? The one movie that you cannot thank you you cannot have the holidays slip by without watching this one movie. What is it? My wife says Nightmare um, Before Christmas. I've never seen that. Really? Nope. Huh? Wait, what did you say? My wife said Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, I remember seeing that in high school. She's a Tim Burton person. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I always have to watch White Christmas. That's so yes, good. That's, that's my good. favorite. I have, I'm the same way. I have to. I have to. Yeah. And I sing along with all the yeah. songs. No. Oh yeah. No. Mandy. <laughs> yeah. I I have to do White Christmas. I actually usually watch that on Christmas. That's um, a good idea. Yeah, yeah. I do it on Christmas. Yeah. I try to do it on Christmas, but I, I I try to sneak it in at least once or twice before the holiday. Oh, yeah. a great big man covered with a with snow. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I never. I didn't understand as a kid. I didn't understand that. Um, that dance number that they did with the really were, weird one, the uh, the really crazy one, yeah, yes, oh, yeah. the interpretive dance, the interpretive dance in the middle of the it show, Danny Kane's wearing it, eyeliner. What is wrong with you? <laughs> Stop you it! Listen to the lyrics and get. I mean, it is it's talking about like modern artists. Yeah, yeah. It's, Yes. It's making right. fun of it, really. Yes, it's it's yes. it's actually it's satire, which is great. The whole movie yeah. is it's my fit. I yeah. love it. The so good. So good. And there's the yeah. music. I that knew is. it was coming. Actually, I think we all agree. White Christmas? White Christmas. White Yay. Christmas? Okay, Yay. good. Except for my wife, but that's okay. That's all. That's fine. Ah, uh, so much more on the other side, guys. Do not go anywhere. We will be right back. Later! Michael Palka's two-minute drill is powered by... I'm Michael Palka from PuroPalka.com with your two-minute drill, and somebody give the New York Times a cookie. They got something right. They posted a video online that mocks the cancel culture people. It's an op-ed video that makes fun of the people who want to ruin the lives of anyone they disagree with and anyone who said something controversial a few years back. You know, the cancel culture people. The video seems to be like an old Monty Python sketch, mocking these people for their ridiculous behavior. Listen to the exchange between the villagers who are about to watch a woman lose her head and get tossed on a pile of shame for saying something years ago. For the crime of saying something offensive, 
11 years ago? Yeah! yeah! 11 years ago! That's judge past statements by present-day perspective. It's like saying the same thing today, kind of! Yeah! I can't believe I'm saying this, but the New York Times gets it. Listen. Don't I get a trial? No, this is a cancelling. No due process. We are the jury. Our anger makes us qualified. Plus, we're all perfect. Yeah, we're, we're all perfect. This was my favorite part of this video. You may be granted a reprieve if you apologize. Of course I apologize. I'm sorry that you're offended. Sorry that we're offended? That's a non-apology. A non-apology! That's worse than saying nothing. Well, if apologizing makes it worse, what's the point of apologizing at all? <gasps> she hates apologizing. Cancel her even more. Yeah! There may be hope for the New York Times yet. Testudo, my friends. Testudo. This is David Barton with another moment from America's history. Federal courts have made several amazing rulings recently, ordering the removal of a cross from a cemetery, banning religious holiday displays, removing the... Hi. Yay. We're I looking love, up Christmas. I really do like that. We're looking up lyrics. Uh, that intro. It's I know. So we just good. need to extend we that. We need to extend it. Tad. But yeah, I'm looking Danny up. Danny K. Danny K. wrote that one. We wrote which one? The G. I wish I was back Did in Did he Harvard. write it? Danny K. wrote it. Really? Nice. Huh. Let's see. That. I've got Rosemary Clooney singing. No, but she didn't want to just, the only just one sing it. Just put uh, I just want Danny K. next to it. Danny K. There you go. I pull up the lyrics with him in there. Hey, there you go. I had to do the same thing with White Christmas and Bing Crosby. Oh my gosh, I forgot to count. Count your blessings. That song. Oh, that's a good one. That's always good. Count your blessings. Oh, but the best. Hello, sisters. 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 Nothing See, could come between the sisters. You know the worst part is now, now I'm thinking back like to all the musicals that I've seen over the years and years and years and years, and the first thing that pops into my head is South Pacific, which is the exact <laughs> opposite of this. It is actually, but it's still good though. So good. Like I, I love South Pacific. I did that one in high school. I would. I did too. I wish. Awesome. I, I I wish they made movies like that again. So, oh, yeah. you know what? Okay, they technically technically they do. Not like that. Okay, I'm what I'm saying. It, that's wholesome. That has a story. That's original. Well, first off, technically, original. No, none of these were no. originals. Well, but I mean, but what I'm saying is, technically, they've been coming back with the musicals. Live, no, act, yeah, live action yeah, musicals. Yeah, 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 I'm sorry, I do have to give it to Les Mis. They did a good job. Yeah. The new Les Mis was good. I haven't seen it. I haven't. Oh. I haven't. I haven't seen the original one. That makes me sad. I, I just. I, I. You know what? I, with all the streaming services that are out, mm -hmm. and maybe I missed this. If somebody knows, let me know. Um, but how come they don't have like a streaming service for like all the old classic movies? Oh, they do. Do they? Oh, yes, they do. I need to see. That I will pull. Oh. I will pull one up on because the Roku. Because I, I need, I need that because 
I would much rather, and it doesn't even have to be like just the John Wayne type stuff. I mean, all of it. No, you know? I mean, yeah, they do it all. My, one of my favorite movies is Arsenic and Lace. That's really good. I love that movie. So good. It's oh, so mm. good. So good. And like... Sharing. Sharing. Yeah. <laughs> I, can't, I can't let sisters right now. <laughs> That's okay. Sorry. You know, all you need to do is just wash that man right out of your hair, okay? You know? <laughs> Gonna walk that out of my I love that song too. That's a, that's a great, Boom. great musical. There it is, right there. I don't know. I didn't. I don't know. Bloody Mary chewing beetle nuts is, is 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 a big one too. It's really hard to put on a one man show of really Les Mis. Uh, yeah, well, yes, of course. And I'm not doing Les Mis. That's South Pacific. No, but I'm saying it. I was referring. To, I was pulling mine out. Okay. That's, oh, fine. Well, don't pull yours out. Nobody wants to see that. Well, thank God we're on the radio. Good job. But yeah, no, it's, it's kind of hard to do a one man lame is when mm. no one's there to listen and you're in the front yard. Well, mm. and it's very sad. It goes back to the. It goes back to the. You know, makes, me and the marching band thing. That's. You know, it makes it very sad. It does in more ways than one. <laughs> Look, doesn't somebody die in that movie? A lot of people show. die yeah, in that see? movie. So they're already dying, and then here I am it's looking about like a the moron. Revo- it's about the French Revolution. French Revolution a lot yeah. of people die in that movie. Should have been really short then. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> the French revolted, didn't know what they were doing. Everybody died. Uh, Insane. <laughs> that's not how this works. People don't have backstories. How dare you? By the way, Ecological Center Slug mm-hmm. says uh, Die Hard. It's not a Christmas until... She's seen Hans Gruber fall. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. We're about to have a debate. No, we're not. Forget this story. No. We're about to have a debate. No. I want to know why people say... I don't know why people say this. It's held on Christmas. Because the movie's centered around Christmas. Do you realize how many movies centered around Christmas are not Christmas movies? Yes, I do. How come that one gets to be a Christmas movie then? Because it's Die Hard. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's Die Hard. That is it. That is the only re- Look, it's one of the movies where the name itself tells you that you're never going to get rid of it. It does sound like a rash that won't go away. <laughs> it's Die Hard. Okay? <laughs> it's like... The movie is telling you before you watch it, you will never get rid of me ever. Yeah, it's like a bad case of the clap. <laughs> you know what we forgot to do? Bad. What's that? This is DOAE show. Defendants oh, yeah. Live. <laughs> Mojo 5 We got distracted. We did. We did. Mojo 5 Go to mojo50.com. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. DOAE show.com. Check out yes. the website. I revamped it. It looks pretty. It does look pretty. Go check it out. Get you an ugly sweater just yes. in time for the holidays. Which is also good. It is very nice. Uh, follow us at DOAE show on all the social medias. Use the hashtag arm yourselves and at Carrie Melanek on Twitter. Who isn't actually is, on Twitter? Yeah, she, well, she I is. I will be soon. She is I on think sabbatical. Probably in about a week. I would wait until after the holidays. You've gone this long. Oh, you know, like after, after Christmas and everything? Yeah. I mean, you've gone this far. It's only, yeah. it's only about another month. I mean, yeah, like, just wait until the new year. And you're going to be busy as all get out. I, if I were celebrate, you, I would wait. Celebrate the new year by jumping back onto Twitter yeah, and, that, and getting depressed. Yeah. That could be your new year's resolution <laughs> to ease myself into Get depressed? To yeah, ease myself jump into back Twitter. onto Twitter and get depressed. That's, that's your new year's resolution. Uh, you know what? No, you know what? I might just start getting back on Twitter just to post because now I've got Bally High, Bally High in my head. <laughs> so I'm... So maybe I'll just Bally start posting high. little random. Is <laughs> calling? Yes. Oh, so we had I to learn. We, we had to learn the French for that. 
Mm. Yeah. Uh-oh. I actually in in South Pacific I was um Liat. So I had like two words and couldn't I mean cuz she the poor girl didn't understand a thing anyone was saying to her. That's okay. But, I was uh, I I was the 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 professor that also knows Latin, so I had to learn a bunch of Latin. Awesome. Yeah. I I was a grandfather clock at a church play. Yeah, you were. I had <laughs> to talk in a clock cadence for every single effing line I had <laughs> to say. <laughs> it, it was painful. I was in this giant refrigerator box thingy with the face cut out. And then my, my brother, the one right next to me, under me, is... um. He was a Martian because he had, he could make this really goofy noise or voice that he can't do now, I don't think. But it was this weird... So that my mom painted his face green, made him wear green, like, sweatpants and sweatshirt. <laughs> and then he had, like, a, a green sand bucket on his head. That's nice. And he was... That's he awesome. Was this little he was alien. a Martian. He was a little alien who couldn't understand... didn't understand Christmas. That's and so good. And I had to help him learn about... The meaning of Christmas. And one more of the crazy pieces that are Dylan's <laughs> life have been set. I know. The more I tell about my past, the more people start going, oh. oh. <laughs> I get it now. All right. That makes sense. That's amazing. Got it. Everything's just kind of falling what? into place now. Uh I don't know anything. I'm looking it up right now. I don't really know anything about Dear Evan Hansen, which is a newer Broadway musical. It was oh no, from I don't, like 27. I, I, oh, I don't. I don't anyway. do new Broadway. No. Well, okay, but that's where like Sound of or not Sound of Music, but well, yeah, but uh, well, I mean South the hills Pacific, are alive. That was mm. a play. Yeah, I, get it, I get it. I understand that. What I'm saying is, the stuff that they have out now is all about. Everybody's got AIDS and gay and everything else. And You're that's, thinking rent. That is rent. But once again, <laughs> that's one. And West Side Everybody. Story. You know. Every Everyone play is all about gay, gay, lesbian, LGBT, blah 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 blah. You know the you know the the first play I ever saw like an actual play play was Phantom of the Opera. And that's a good one. I went really? to uh, yeah, we went to. Uh, it's amazing. I the, love what's that. The, what's the uh, the performing arts place in Raleigh? Um, so it was me and a bunch of guys, uh, uh, guys and girls. We all went from college, and we all thought this was this big thing. Granted, the tick, we had like not quite the matinee, but it was still the, like the very first show, so it was still bright outside. And all of us show up in like tux and evening gowns, and we thought we were something fancy because we're going to go see a play. Um, yeah, yes. we were the only ones dressed like that. Everybody else was just normal. Yeah, and what was even weirder? Oh, the was Raleigh Amphitheater. The amphitheater. Well, yeah, no, yeah. no, 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 not the amphitheater. The, it's the the place, the performing arts, the one right there at the end of Fayetteville Street. Oh, I yeah, know yeah, you yeah, don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, where the orchestra plays. Yes, but um. But I go in there, and this is back when, like, cell phones, if you had an earpiece, it was always wired, but it was one ear. Only one ear. Uh-huh. And I had really long hair at the time. So you covered so it? So it was slick back. No, no, no. It was slick back, and I had my glasses on in, mm. a, in, in, a, in a tux. And so I started messing with the people inside the building. I just <laughs> stand at, re- at different spots and just, on, on a high ledge, I would put my finger to my ear, and I would start pointing 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. And once again, another, pe- another piece him. of the puzzle of Dylan falls start, into place. I know. I start walking towards them, and they start getting this look on their face, and I'm like, and I would be like, oh, I like, oh. turn away, and I'd say out loud, oh, that's not it. And okay, sorry, abort, abort, and I'd start talking into my wrist. Yeah, I was. <laughs> This is what happens when you show up way too early before curtain call. So. That that really is. Anyway, I thought the story was. I mean, it sounds like we're past well, the point of no return now, but yeah, kind of. So hold on. What I was saying about this musical, uh-huh. going yeah. back to Dear Evan Hansen, sure. the music is really good. Is I really it, enjoy it. Is the it? end. Now we can move on. Now we. All can right. Move now on. we can move on. <laughs> it has the, on. Pastor, the pastor's stamp of approval. There we go. Boom. Yeah. Done. So, um, you also wanted to talk a little bit about you, you. You wanted to bring up, you know, your favorite verse to pass along if you're doing evangelism and things like that. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking. Um, I was thinking about this because you know part of part of what uh, I think. Well, we're we're preaching through the Book of Acts right now, and um, and uh, the. <laughs> That's a, that's story a really... happens over and over again with Paul right. and Silas, where they go into a synagogue to first preach to the Jews and then the Gentiles, and um, and time and time again, yes, they get run out of town, beat up, you know, dragged before some sort of council. They get in trouble anyway. So, uh, but it says that you know Paul was in the synagogue and explaining or using scripture. Um, to preach to the Jews and Gentiles. And I was thinking, you know, we are, I mean, we're still, we're missionaries. As the church, we're called to be missionaries yeah. in whatever place God has put us. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so, so what, uh, what, do you have a go-to couple of verses, or do you just have a conversation, like, do you have any verses that you go to? I was just curious about that. So it's a funny thing that you that you mentioned that because it's a mentality as well. It's not just the verses. It's not just what you go to. It's not just how you yeah. work, work at it. It's a mentality as well. We have to understand that we're, you know, you, you have you have Paul and you've got Peter and you've got uh, and they're, how Mary. they how they you taught. You know, well, no, how they taught and what came about from their teachings. Right, oh. one was teaching to the Jews. One was che- teaching to the Gentiles. And while while the one teaching to the Gentiles didn't see as many converts immediately and all the rest, it saw the lasting impression and, and what actually became the, the, the gospel throughout the world. But we need to understand that we're teaching to a generation of Gentiles. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that, we're, we're teaching to a generation of people who currently right now, 25% is, is now the number of considered self-appointed atheists. Okay. Whether they know wow. it, whether they whether they actually believe in God, whether they think uh, of God in any way, whatever the case may be, none of them have a true understanding when you're talking about this sort of thing of of the faith and of the the story and what it came to be. So you have to actually walk them through step by step by step by step from the very beginning because what we understand as a once again, it goes through the idea. What we understand as a stumbling block for the Jews is mm-hmm. a complete roadblock for the for a Gentile. 
They just look at it. They turn the direction and walk away. It's not even. It's not even something to pay attention to. They pass it by like it is nothing. Mm-hmm. And and that's kind of the understanding of the gospel. For so, how I've always been taught is is to do what's what was considered the the, the gospel you. Do you know what that is? The gospel mu. No, U. U like letter U. like the letter U. Oh, I may have that. <laughs> I thought you meant like well. I've got M-E-U the book over there from, or M E W like oh, what man, a kid minutes over there, but um. So the gospel you and it it's it's really simple. Okay, it's it actually uses the same idea as the as the the thing life in six words, sort of premise. Okay, you ever, you ever heard that word? Like they uh-uh. they take they take the word gospel and that they you know they use it as an acronym. Okay, but yeah. it, but it, it's very simple, you know. It, it goes through the idea that you know you you teach them about how God created us to be with Him, and then you step okay. down. So you go, you're in the top of the U on the uh, on the left hand side. God created us to be to to be with Him, to be of Him, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Our sins separated us from God, so there was the original sin. You go through that that whole idea, then you break it down. Now the sins, and this is at the very bottom. You know, you get your sins. Yeah. They, they they cannot be removed by just deeds alone. There has to be a price mm-hmm. paid. There has to be a sacrifice. There has to be something to redeem it. I just sent it oh, to you. That. Oh, you got it. Yeah. He's got it right there. He yeah. sent it to you. I texted Harry. it to you. Oh, okay. Um, I know you're on the phone, but I'm right, just saying. Right, right, right. <laughs> text it to you. And, and it goes through, okay, so you go, to the, uh, you go to the right side, and then you go back up the U, and it's, okay, well, what happened? God... Sent Christ, sent the uh, sent Jesus the Christ to pay for our sins, and He died for our sins, and then conquered death, rose again, and everyone who tr- and it goes through your trust. Anyone who trusts in Him alone, proclaiming His name, has eternal life in Him, and then you start at the very end. Life with Jesus starts now and forever. And you go through that, that entire process. Obviously, we have Bible verses in the in the gospel track and everything else that goes through it. It's just a little step by step process. I mean, other than that, I really like Romans five eight. Okay, I do. I know it's on your arm, dude. It's no, on. It's oh, that's right. You were thinking about doing it a long time ago, but then you didn't do it. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah. I really do still Ooh, like was, Romans five eight. <laughs> so no, there's. Yeah yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I really do like Romans 5 8. You know? But God yeah. shows his love for us that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. You have yeah. to you have yeah, to go so. through the entire process of of understanding in this. It's not just that one thing. When when you when you go evangelize, you have to make sure that people understand the beginning, the middle, and the end, because we just we like to skip to the end and you know. Hey, Jesus died for you. Uh, trust him. You know? Mm-hmm. And that's, mm-hmm. not, that's not how it works. <laughs> Thank you, Zig. Yeah. Thank you so much. Can't take nothing serious. None. <laughs> nope, nothing at all. That's funny. But, uh, so so what, do you, what do you do? Where where are you at on that? What do, what do you think about when you when you do evangelism with people? 
Um, well, uh, I just flash a smile and I say, believe, and they do. No. That's, oh. that's, that's the pastor life right there. That is. That's what you get when you go to seminary. <laughs> Right. No, not hardly. Not <laughs> hardly. No, no, I am actually, I, and, and this is also part of it. I, I, I have really, really been drawn to Ephesians. Um, really? Specifically, yeah, specifically that first chunk in chapter two where it talks about being dead in trespasses and sin. And I mean, it goes down to the fact that we are by nature children of wrath. And um, so, I mean, we are left with total depravity, right? So you have that, oh, crap. Mm -hmm. But then it flips it, and, uh, and I always, yeah, it's, it's God who is rich in mercy or being rich in mercy because of the great love with which he loved us. So then we have God's, love for us and his mercy mm -hmm. made us alive together with Christ by grace you have been saved it goes a little bit more and then it talks about again it repeats for by grace you have been saved through faith it's not your own doing it's the gift of God and um, right so that's I find myself in Ephesians a lot when it comes to that sort of thing and that's that's actually a pretty good place especially there especially there I mean I've I've gone through Romans looking at yeah. that and that's that's a great place but that's really really in depth that's for somebody that you've been having a long conversation with already. <laughs> and I think that's a, you know what though honestly that is a great point because sometimes and and honestly the best evangelizing the best witness that we can do is with people that um how how does someone one of my uh, one of my congregants put it this way once. What did he say? We have to because um, we were talking about what's the difference between outreach and evangelism, and uh, and he was saying, well, outreach is what earns us the right to evangelize, and uh, and I really liked that because we need to build those relationships in order to earn that right to witness. So if it's someone that you already have a relationship with, then going going deeper into something like Romans, I think um, uh, I think you you're at a different place than if you're oh yeah that that's someone's where the, approaching just definitely hey, so yeah tell me a little bit about this right for sure you have to really be like already friends with them you have to kind of have had conversations multiple times with them you know really figured out where you're at in that sort of relationship. Lay the groundwork. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. 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 I don't know. What about you, Dylan? Oh, I'm a horrible person. I don't evangelize. Oh, great. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 he's Steve, honest. Steve mentioned it, and I'm like, crap. Like, I, because I don't, and it's not, a, it's not an intentional thing. It's not a planned thing. I just, I just don't. I never find myself in a spot. I never do that. And so, to be fully transparent and honest, I, I've never really thought about it. I, I've I've always been kind of a, a chicken about things like that, which is wrong, wrong to do, and I know it is. It's actually just really weird considering you sit there on the radio I know. and talk. It is night. it is really weird. I yeah. can't I can't I, I'm, I can't really explain why, um, other than the fact that I have this. We I you know what it, I do know what it is. I have this fear that I'm going to screw up. 
that is actually that that's that most common. and the fear of uh, offending or being completely rejected. Those are the top fears in yeah. evangelizing. Yeah, I don't, I don't care about the other two. I don't care I, about being rejected. I, I, I do care yeah. about like the, the idea that I'm going to say or or word something in a way that you know, because all, all it takes is just changing one word and changes the entire meaning. And and in a situation or not thinking that I'm going to turn around and do that, and then all of a sudden. You know, they're you all, changed the gospel into suddenly, something completely wrong. Yeah, I was gonna say suddenly they're Roman Catholic or Mormon, and I'm like, oh god, no, no, that's <laughs> wrong. Don't do that. And I and I know it's not an excuse <laughs> to not do it. I just I I don't do it. Well, I, I, I try to ultimately okay. I try to live it, live it, and let that kind of be it, and that's it. And apparently I'm not doing a very good job because nobody ever asks me, hey, you're doing something different. What are you doing? <laughs> So you're so different from everyone I've met. What's up? <laughs> yeah, I don't get that. Uh, so, to first, first I would say I'd have to clarify that Roman Catholic and Mormonism are very different. Right. Yes, they uh, are. We, we, so yes, we I would it. not lump them together. No. no, no. Well, but, he's just um, he's just saying as just, as the far spectrum of things go. There. Yeah, I was going. I was going extremes. <laughs> is what I was going as, as the extremes of extremes All of a go. Sudden, He's Mormon, what, or, or, or Muslim, what happened? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was talking about Jesus. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, now he's Buddhist. Well, they talk, um, they talk about Jesus, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, the other thing, and, and I think that, I, I could be wrong, but I think, um, so when I'm teaching, like, I, I've been teaching a little bit of, uh, like, I started a class on Christology this last weekend. Our Sunday right. school classes on Christology, and so I started it with um, because we're using the creeds of the church, the the Apostles, the Nicene, and the Athanasian Creed as guidelines. Because especially the Nicene Creed and Athanasian Creed, those were really developed. The Nicene Creed took two big councils to develop, and um, and they were not not just concisely stating faith, but it was also um, putting into a faith statement what they were rejecting, right? So that right, came yeah. about through mm -hmm. um, through rejecting some heresies. Anyway, or right. one in particular. So, so I, I I started, and, and at the end of the class, there were, you know, I said, okay, well, I guess I'll take questions. Because <laughs> <laughs> I never know. And uh, and there were a couple of questions, and and I didn't know yet. You know, I said, oh, gosh, I, I remember reading about blank, but I can't remember exactly what I did. So let me let me look into that, and I'll get back to you. Mm -hmm. And so does that invalidate anything that I have brought to the table to that point? Absolutely not. It shows that, A, I am human. B, I don't know everything. C, um, this is the... And anyone, I would say anyone, I, I would think both of you would agree with this, that the more you grow in faith and learn and know, the more you realize how much you don't know. Right? Oh, heck yeah. 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 All the time. So, so that's part of the exciting thing in faith and in maturing in faith that we can say, wow, I don't know that, but that's okay. It's mm. not a problem. And um, and there was actually there was a there was a, <laughs> a 
I was teaching a, an adult Sunday school class in, uh, in Charleston. This is before I did anything with seminary. I was just leading an adult Sunday school class. And um, a question of the Trinity came up, and it turned out that uh, I went ahead and taught a heresy <laughs> to my class. There you go. So, sure, why not? But I'm sitting, I'm sitting in seminary years later, and we're going through, and, and we start going over that heresy, and I went, oh, my gosh, I taught that. Oops. <laughs> I know so, that one. I remember that one does, when I said it. <laughs> does that mean that, you know, I, I think that the, the mercy of Christ, the, the love of God, trumps an honest mistake or an honest um, sure, yeah. ignorance, right? So right. I, I say this just to encourage you in, um, you know, when you have, have that prompting of, go ahead, talk to this person, do it. Yeah, and that makes sense. Um, and just to kind of round it all off, Doc Thompson got run over by an Amtrak. He says, I don't like go-to verses. The Bible was not originally set up in verses. There's, uh, those are points of reference to help us find specific locations. The Bible was meant to be told as a story, and those details are very important in that story, not just the verse and number. And I agree. I agree. Yeah, wholeheartedly. I agree with the It is meant to be told, spoken. It is meant to be said in story and understood by not only reading it, by hearing it. Yay. This hour went by way too fast. It really did. Yes, it did. We should get the it numbers really in, did. though. All right, get to the numbers. Get to the numbers. Good evening, Mojo Five O. I'm Leprechaun, and here with your bell count grade for the day, Tuesday, November 19th. Today we had five missed innuendo bells, 69 actual bells, three rim shots, and five, oh my gosh... Giving us an A for the day for the 69. Peace out and good night, y'all. I knew he was going to do that. Yep, yep, yep. Later, guys. Bye. Bye. This is the seditious, rabble-rousing, liberty-loving, home of fun, entertaining, and compelling talk. Mojo 5. Family. It looks a little different for everyone. For some, it's mom and dad. For others, roommates who feel like family. And for others, it's your significant other, their golfing buddies, your children, a high school soccer team starting lineup, and oh look, they're all taking you up on the offer to stay for dinner, really testing the limits of that phrase, the more the merrier. But no matter where you call home, GEICO makes it easy to bundle and save on home and car insurance. Easier than making three frozen pizzas and assorted frozen veggies into a cohesive meal. 